the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know a place where we can go to lay the troubles down eating your soul. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Now, your host, Eric Cartier, Senior Pastor of Rocky Mountain Calvary Church. Like a tide, it is rising up deep inside a current that moves and makes it come alive. Welcome to Crosswalk. This is Pastor Eric Cartier. Thank you so much uh, for joining me. Hope that you're doing well. Thanks for listening. Colorado Springs Crosswalk is Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays from 5 to 6. It's also available on podcast. Anywhere you find your podcasts, Crosswalk Colorado Springs. I'm spending a couple of radio shows talking about marriage. Last Monday, we looked at marriage pitfalls. Bitterness, not being on the same page, sexual sin. But today we're going to look at ways that we can invest in our marriage. I want to share a little bit of my background uh, with marriage. I love being married to my wife, uh, Amber. Love being the child of God and love being a husband and a father. We were met and married in eight months. Had the joy of being married when I was 23 and Amber uh, was 20. Met here in Colorado. She was Born in Kansas and raised in Denver. I was born out in Southern Oregon and raised in Oregon. And God brought us together through some mutual friends. We're about ready to celebrate our 21st marriage anniversary by uh, God's uh, grace. So, got four kids. God's blessed us with three girls and one a boy. So, when we talk about investments, first I want to just share with you this idea of a bank account, especially a checking account. There has to be more deposits than withdrawals. And there's going to be withdrawals that happen in marriage. There's going to be sin. There's going to be difficulties. There's going to be distraction. So we want there to be more uh, deposits than withdrawals. And so what are some ways that we can make deposits in each other's life? And first and foremost, we want to be in a place where we pray for each other. And I know that sounds extremely simple, but this is the best thing that we can be doing in marriage because ultimately we only bring so much to the table and oftentimes uh, we bring a lot of our sin and struggle to the table. But when we're in a place of prayer, we're asking for God's grace and God's sweet spot is humility. Throughout the scriptures, we see that God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. One of the ways to show humility is to pray and to ask God for help. You know, I don't know where this came from in our marriage, but when Amber and I met when we were dating, we just knew that we were broken people. We continue to know we're broken and sinful people, and we need God to bless our marriage by his grace. And so ask the Lord to bless your marriage by his grace. He wants to bless and work in your marriage much more than we even want that and desire that. So so cry out to him in prayer. Make it a daily habit every day to pray 
over your spouse. Ask God to protect them, to bless them, to provide for them, to to watch over them throughout their day, to give them a a deeper knowledge of who uh, Christ is. So even as you're listening right now, just just take a moment to pray for your spouse. Those that are single, to pray for your future spouse if you've got a heart to uh, be married. This may surprise you, but I think the, the greatest investment that we can make in our marriages is spiritual. A lot of times we connect as couples on a physical. People get married because they're like, yeah, he's hot, she's cute, and I'm attracted uh, to them. I want to be, be married to them. And, and the physical is important, and God has designed that. But ultimately, there needs to be a, a spiritual connection uh, as well. And I think the enemy really... Uh, fights this. So there's the, the physical connection, there's the, the friendship connection, but the spiritual connection. So how do you cultivate this? Well, first, your your spouse may not be a believer, so pray for them to come to know Christ as uh, their Savior. If they are a believer, make sure that you're going to church together. Spend time going to church together. Find a church that teaches God's Word where you can be in worship together, study the Word together, and then after you hear a message to Talk to each other on the way home. Hey, what did you think about the message? How did God speak this uh, into you? How did he challenge you uh, with uh, this message? Pray together. Uh, We pray together, Amber and I, before we go to bed. And I'll be honest with you, they're not the the deepest, longest, most heartfelt prayers. Sometimes we're so exhausted after the day of work and being with our kids that we're just, it's a short prayer. But I try to grab her hand and to to pray uh, with her. Husbands, I think this is the greatest thing that you can do with your wife is to to grab her hand and to pray with her. Uh, Wives, you can encourage this as well of saying, hey, hubby, let's let's pray uh, together. Wives, if your husbands do take that step uh, to pray, is please encourage them in that. You don't don't want to uh, come against them as they're taking that step uh, to be able to to pray together. This is all part of that that spiritual uh, connection can read through a book of the Bible uh, together. You can find a devotional to be able uh, to read together. One of my favorite things is just naturally talking about what God is showing Amber and I. So, hey, babe, what, what's God speaking to you in the Word? Or, or what is He uh, challenging you with? If I read a cool verse in the Bible, to be able to share that with her and, and pass that along uh, to her. And so you want to be in that place of where... You are praying for your spouse and you're connecting spiritually. So think about that checking account. You know, there has to be more deposits than withdrawals. What are some deposits that you can make in uh, your your spouse? So the first is praying for each other. The first is connecting uh, spiritually. The second is uh, understanding your God-given roles in marriage and seeking to fulfill those. You know, it's amazing God gives us instruction on marriage, and he really sums up marriage in one paragraph. In Ephesians chapter 4, he lays out to us the roles that he has for us in a marriage. And it's pretty simple, and it begins with husbands being the head of the marriage. This isn't very cultural, but it's biblical. I want to read it to you because there's so many that would contest this in this place of, of marriage is, is looking at, at this and realizing that God has designed marriage for husbands to be the leaders. So this is Ephesians chapter 5, not 
Ephesians chapter 4, excuse me, it says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just also as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of the water by the word that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh and his bones, For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother, be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each of you in particular so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. So God's calling husbands to be servant leaders, to love their wives as Christ loves the church. There's been those that have studied marriage in great detail, and guess what? They've found God's word to be true, that a wife's greatest need is to know that she is loved, and to love our wives the way that Christ loves the church. So how does Christ love the church? Christ loves us sacrificially and lays his life down. So husbands, we're challenged by the Lord to lay down our lives for our wives, and then wives to be in this place of respecting your husbands and Those that have studied marriage have found God's word to be true, that the greatest need of a husband is to know that he needs to be uh, respected. You're listening to Crosswalk with Pastor Eric Cartier. We're talking about marriage investments. How do we invest in our marriage? We first invest in our marriage by praying for each other. Second, we invest in our marriage by knowing what our roles are. You want to stay with me? We're looking at Ephesians chapter 5. We're going to talk a little bit more about the roles specifically that God has given to husbands and wives. God loves you. He wants to bless your marriage. So stay with me for these marriage investments. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs with Pastor Eric Cartier. We'll be right back. Crosswalk, Colorado Springs on 100.7. The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Thanks so much for listening. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary talking about marriage investments, ways that we can invest in our marriage. One of the ways that we can invest is understanding the roles that God has given to us. Marriage is going to operate best when we understand the roles that God has given for marriage. And so I I spent some time reading through Ephesians chapter 5. But God is calling husbands to be the Christ-like servant leader in the marriage, laying our lives down. What does Jesus do? He provides protection. uh, He provides provision. He provides service. He provides love. And those are the things that we are to supply for our, our wives. And then wives are to respect their husbands, to submit to their husbands as the church submits to the Lord. And the cool thing about this is that we're a billboard or a YouTube video of Christ and the church. Now, 
understanding what comes first in Ephesians 5 is really important. It says to be filled with the Holy Spirit. There's no way that we can fulfill these roles that God has given to us in marriage if we're not filled with the Spirit. I can remember being engaged and looking at, wow, I need to love Amber as Christ loves the church. And I had a desire to do that, but how can I be Christ in this marriage? I'm sinful and I'm flawed. I still feel that after 21 years of marriage. And the only way is through the power of uh, the Holy Spirit. And so God wants to give us that strength that comes from the Holy Spirit to equip husbands to be able to love and wives to be able to submit to their husbands. As you're listening to this today, you might really fight against God's design for marriage, even as I've read Ephesians chapter 5. And I'd encourage you to go back and read it for yourself and husbands to really pray and ask that God would help us to fulfill this role that he has uh, given to us and wives to fulfill the role that uh, he's given as, as well. I want to spend the, the next a few minutes uh, talking about some investments that have been really helpful for Amber and I. We're really thankful that we were exposed to this uh, early on in our marriage. Uh, it's a book called His Needs, Her Needs by Willard F. Harley Jr. His Needs, Her Needs by William F. Harley Jr. Because I think most of us want to make investments into our spouse, those deposits, uh, but we don't know how. And then God has really wired us differently as men and also as women. So here are the five needs of women, the, the top five needs of women. And all women are a little bit different, but generally these are the top five needs. And so husbands, write these down. This will this will really help you of, of how to fill your wife's emotional tank. And the first is affection is a woman needs uh, affection. And men, husbands, this is non-sexual touch. A lot of times for us as husbands, any type of physical touch we hope is leading to sexual intimacy. But this is holding our wife's hand. This is putting our arm around our wife's shoulder, sitting next to her uh, while watching a, a movie or, or streaming uh, something together on Netflix. So, So this is affection. This is when you're Wife wakes up in the morning and comes downstairs to, to give her a hug and tell her uh, good morning. But women need affection. It's the way that God's wired them. It's the way that God has, has designed them. And so husbands, we want to pour that into our wives and give them uh, affection. And then the second is conversation, that women need a conversation. This should not be a surprising to us as, as husbands, but to talk with our wives, to listen to our wives, to ask questions. How was your day? What was your your peaks and your valley? What was the best part of the day? What was the worst part of uh, your day? To really open up your heart uh, to, to them in uh, conversation. And, and a wife is going to feel loved. She's going to feel cared for. She's going to feel invested in as there's conversation happening in uh, the marriage. If the only time we're talking in our marriage is when there's a conflict or a decision to be made, man, marriage gets pretty dry and, and boring. And and one of the things I think that's really coming against this is the busyness of our schedules. It can be just hard throughout any given day to have time to be able to make conversation. So we want to prioritize uh, having conversation I know date nights are super helpful for my, my wife and I when our kids uh, were little. 
to be able to get a babysitter, go spend time together and invest in each other. And now that our kids are older, date nights are still so, so very important to just have that time to have good, meaningful uh, conversations uh, together. So first of women's needs, affection, conversation. Number three is honesty and openness. Husbands, our wives will love it when we're honest and when we're open. When our wives feel like there's no secrets, I know exactly what I'm getting with my husband and we can be open. What's ironic is I think a lot of times for us as husbands is we think that we've got to have our act together and we've got to be strong, but our wives are really waiting for us to be vulnerable and saying, I'm having a a hard time. Recently, we had a couple of close friends of Amber and I pass away in a car accident, Scott and Nancy Cox. He, He pastored in Calvary, Windsor, and Nancy was a school teacher up there. And it, it was difficult for me to even just be able to get the words out of that I'm sad and this is, is breaking uh, my heart. But man, it was beneficial and I felt closer to Amber and I know Amber appreciated it when I was able to open up my heart and share. So, so husbands, may God give us the courage to provide honesty and openness in our conversations with our, our wives. No secrets. The other thing that women need, this is a way of making a, an investment in them, is financial commitment. Uh, men, when we're providers, God calls us to be providers. And this, this doesn't mean that uh, we're providing you know, all of the wants, but, but that God would equip us and strengthen us to work hard to provide the needs for our uh, family. In fact, uh, we're, we're told in the scriptures, if we don't provide for our family, that we're worse than a, an infidel. That just emphasizes God's uh, priority uh, for us to provide. Now, there's many things that come into that. You know, there might be physical limitations uh, that prevent us, uh, maybe unemployment that prevent for, for a season. But we want to, as much as depends on us, is to be faithful providers, work hard, and to take leadership in the area of uh, finances. If you know there's a a financial need is to be praying, to be out ahead of it, to be talking about it, that know the tires need to be changed, you know, take that leadership and that initiative to to have the financial commitments taken care of. And then finally, women need that family commitment. They need us to, to be committed uh, as dads. You know, a thing that wives find so attractive is when we as dads are involved in the lives of our kids. So, These are ways that fill up uh, our wives' emotional uh, tank. And so God's designed it that husbands and wives would make investments in each other. And when we talk about being other-centered and having the mind of Christ, uh, this is a way to do it, is to go, okay, this may not be how my tank is filled up, but this is how Amber's tank is filled up. When I first heard this study and read this book, His Needs, Her Needs by Will Willard F. Harley Jr., it was really eye-opening to me what were the top ways that Amber's tank was filled was affection, which again is non-sexual touch and conversation. So men, as you're listening, if you take home those two things, write it down, affection and conversation, then honest and open Honesty and openness, that's really going to uh, bless your wife. You're listening to Crosswalk. Colorado Springs with Pastor Eric Cartier. We're talking about investments in a marriage. We've looked at a woman's needs. And after the break, we're going to be looking at men's needs. 
Ladies, ways that you can bless your husband, that you can invest in your husband. Marriage is often like a a bank account. There's got to be more deposits than withdrawals. And so how do we make investments in each other? How do we deposit? So you'll definitely want to stay with us uh, for the second half of this program. This is Crosswalk with Pastor Eric Cartier on 100.7 The Word. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs, on 100.7, The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thanks so much for listening. Hope that you're doing well. We're talking about a subject uh, that's really important and dear to my heart, and that's marriage. I really don't know what I would do without my wife, Amber, and so thankful for him and she makes a marriage just such a blessing and a joy to be married uh, to her. want to talk today about investments. How do we invest in our spouse? I think a lot of us have a heart to invest in our spouse, but maybe we don't know how. A great tool, a great read. I would encourage you to, to pick it up. You can find it on Amazon. His Needs, Her Needs by Willard F. Harley Jr., We talked about how a woman's tank is filled, how you make those deposits, but how is a a man's tank filled? So here's the number one need of a man, and it's not surprising, it's sexual fulfillment. This is a way to communicate love to your husband. God has designed sex inside of marriage between a man and a woman. This This is what he's intended. It's good, it's beautiful inside of marriage. And so investing in the sexual aspect of your your marriage is so important. God desires for there to be a healthy sexual uh, relationship. I think of it like a, a fireplace. You know, if you've got wood logs in a fireplace, inside of the fireplace, it's good and beautiful. Outside of the fireplace, it brings destruction. And that's like sexual intimacy. Inside of marriage, it is a huge uh, blessing. Uh, so this is a way that God builds up marriages is through sexual intimacy. It's the number one way that a husband's emotional tank is filled is sexual fulfillment. The second, ladies, as you might find a surprising, is a recreational partner, recreational companionship. We as men love it when our wives go out and do things uh, with us. I know for me, it can be so simple as going and taking a walk. I I love walking and talking uh, with Amber. Something Amber and I have enjoyed doing uh, together over the years is is Trinity Fitness right behind Rocky Mountain Calvary, and we get to go uh, work out uh, together. What's interesting is a lot of times when men and women are dating, a woman is really willing to join in on some of that recreation, but then After the marriage, it can be like, oh, I don't really like that. And ladies, I want to let you into a secret. If you go out and do any type of recreation with your husband, you're going to find that he opens up and he talks uh, more in a conversation. I I find this uh, to be true even when I'm hanging out with my son, Wyatt. When we go out and do something together, we both open up our hearts and open up in conversation. And husbands, I would say meet your wives on this, you know. You know, you might really love golf and your wife's like, yeah, I don't really want to try golf, but I'd like to ride bikes with you. Then you go, well, bike riding's not my thing, but I'm going to go bike riding with you because my wife is is, is showing uh, interest. And so 
that's a, a way that you can show love uh, to your husband is by willing to do recreation uh, with him. So the top two ways that a husband's emotional tank is fulfilled, number one is sexual fulfillment. Number two is recreational companionship. And number three is an attractive spouse. Now, ladies, hear me out on this is your husband already finds you to be attractive. And so rest at ease. But again, this is things that are shared from William F. Harley Jr. That an attractive spouse is a way that fills your husband's take. Taking care of yourself physically is a blessing to uh, your husband. A fourth way that you fill uh, your husband's tank is domestic uh, support. And you're like, what What in the world is domestic uh, support? And that is giving your husband help when it comes to things uh, around uh, the home. And Amber uh, is so gracious in this. I try to help out with things around the house and do dishes and do laundry. And it's definitely uh, a team effort. But Amber is so helpful to me, even in just helping me keep track of all of my stuff, my, my wallet, my keys, my, my, my phone, and those type of things. Uh, she's so helpful in, in all of those things. So we as men, we, we need that domestic uh, support. And then I really like uh, number five. It's admiration. Admiration. It really comes to compliments and uh, respect. You know, giving messages every week, uh, teaching on Wednesdays and Saturdays and Sundays. When I come home and Amber says, oh, that was a really good teaching. I loved it. It spoke to me. That fills my my tank more than a compliment that comes from anybody else. You know, if, if I do something simple around the house, like do the dishes and Amber's like, oh, thanks so much for, for doing the dishes. That really builds me up. Ladies, just try this uh, with uh, your husbands is, is to give them admiration. You know, if you something about their character that you appreciate or thank you for working so hard or thanks for, for mowing the lawn or taking care of the, the oil or man, you're doing such a great job with, with the kids that that admiration goes uh, so, so uh, very far. You're listening to Crosswalk with Pastor Eric Cartier. Today, we're talking about investments in marriage. A great tool is His Needs, Her Needs by Willard F. Harley Jr. You can pick that book up. Amber and I have really been blessed uh, by that. What are some other ways that you can invest in your marriage? One is truthful and honest communication. (laughs) Let me unpack this uh, a little bit. And in the book of Ephesians, it says to speak the truth in love. So we have to say it and we have to say it straight and we have to say it lovingly when it comes to communication. Sometimes in marriage, we can just assume that our spouse knows what we're thinking or they should know what, what we're thinking. No, we've, we've got a say, to say it. I would imagine there's some things in our marriage, our marriages that need to be said. They need to be spoken. So you got to commit to say it and you got to commit to saying it straight. You can't beat around the bush. You know, that's some of the most frustrating forms of communication, you, you got to say it straight, but then you've also got to say it lovingly. And this is really important is we've got to speak the truth, but to speak the truth in love. Sometimes we're truthful, but we're not loving. And sometimes we're, we're loving, but we're not truthful. It's always wise 
uh, and it has served me well to take time to think about what I need to say before I say it. You know, when I get caught in that moment of frustration, that moment of exhaustion, and I just let it out and I just puke it out, it never goes well. But to take the time to pray, to seek the Lord, to be able to say it straight, to say it lovingly, to say it uh, truthfully is is so very, very uh, important. I think of Jesus's letters as a model of this, his, his letters to the seven churches, is you find first that Jesus gave an encouragement to the churches, and then he shared some truth, and then he followed it up with more encouragement. It's called the, the sandwich approach. So you want to bring encouragement, bring truth, and then bring more encouragement. But communication is so very important in marriage to have loving and truthful uh, communication. So when we think about marriage, think about it like a checking account, deposits and withdrawals. What kind of uh, deposits are you making in your marriage? If we think about this week, uh, what are some ways that we can deposit in our spouse? The greatest way that we can deposit in our spouse is through prayer. Commit every day to pray for your spouse, pray with your spouse, if possible, to try to connect on a spiritual uh, level. Understanding the roles that God has given to us, that he's called us as husbands to be servant leaders and called wives to humbly come underneath their husband's leadership. We see that in Ephesians uh, chapter 5, and God blesses that. So I encourage you this week to make some investments in uh, your marriage. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs with Pastor Eric Cartier. We're going to head to a break and be right back as we're talking about investments in marriage. We're going to talk about relying upon God's power inside of marriage. Stay with us. You won't want to miss this last segment on 100.7 The Word. Where I talk a talk that I don't walk and miss the moments right before my eyes. Crosswalk, Colorado Springs, on 100.7, The Word. Good God Almighty, I hope you'll find me, praising your name no matter what comes. Welcome back to Crosswalk with Pastor Eric Cartier. Today we're talking about marriage, especially making investments in marriage. You know, when things are going good in marriage, you really can't put a price tag on it. It's amazing what you can endure in life when you're connecting with your spouse. But we also know that the enemy loves to attack marriage and come against uh, marriage. Thankfully, we don't have to do a marriage on our own. We think of the passage in Ecclesiastes 4 that we talked about earlier on our show, that two is better than one. Society would say, nope, one is better than two, but God says two is better than one. As Solomon writes, he's talking about two, but then he talks about three. Uh, A three-stranded cord or rope is not easily broken, and that third strand is the Lord. And we want to wrap each other around God. And I want to encourage you as married couples that that God is with you, and he gives us the power in our uh, marriages. You know, as I reflect on our marriage and Amber and I's uh, companionship, What really stands out to me this afternoon is that as I think about two being better than one, 
is March 2020, I was going through some some really bad health challenges and wasn't feeling good for a couple of months and just thought it was part of getting older and at the time being 42 uh, years old. And, and Amber was just really troubled in her spirit over my health and was, was praying for me. And over these couple of months was just really concerned and searched some things out on Google and then encouraged me to go to the doctor and it turned out her getting me to the doctor literally saved my life. I, w- I was close to going into a coma, and I won't go into all the details, but, but God used her to literally save my life. You know, I didn't realize how sick I was and how much I needed to get to the doctor. And if you're married, know what a blessing your spouse is. And a lot of times we can focus on our spouse's shortcomings, but what a blessing that God has given a spouse uh, to us. And also... Uh, marriage does take work. It does take uh, I- investment, you know, and to be able to pour in and invest in, e- in each other. In Ephesians, before Paul lays out the roles for marriage, he says to be be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I want to talk about that a little bit in these last few minutes of our show, as what does it mean to be Spirit-filled in our marriages? Well, we know what the fruit of the Spirit is. It's love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. And that sounds like a great environment for a marriage, doesn't it? To have love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness. So we need to walk in the Spirit when it comes to our marriages. And the Spirit wants to lead us. The Bible talks about walking in the Spirit. So that's allowing the Spirit to lead us and guide us Also, the Bible talks about not grieving uh, the Holy Spirit. So there'll be times where the Holy Spirit will place upon our hearts, hey, you need to stop and and pray right now uh, for uh, your your spouse or your spouse is having a a tough day. You need to go home and and be uh, with, with them. And you wouldn't know that apart from the leading of the Holy Spirit. There's a lot of times in marriage where the Holy Spirit is leading me and convicting me, Eric, shut your mouth, you know, stop talking. Things are not going to go well if you continue talking. And it's so beneficial to listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit in those moments. Uh, I think of what James chapter one tells us to be quick to hear and slow to speak and slow to wrath for for the wrath of man doesn't produce the righteousness uh, of God. So, so God wants to bless your marriage even more so than we desire for our marriages to be blessed. So rely upon the power of the Holy Spirit. Ask for the Holy Spirit's help for us as husbands to love our wives as Christ loves the church and for wives for you to be able to respect uh, your husbands and to follow your your husband's lead. We really can't do it apart from God's uh, power. Also want to continue to encourage you to check out His Needs, Her Needs, by William Harley. He's a great author and a great book. Willard Harley Jr. is a really practical book of how to be able to invest in your spouse. Want to go over a woman's needs quickly. A woman's needs are affection, conversation, honesty, and openness, financial commitment, and family commitment. Again, this comes from Willard Harley Jr. And then a husband's needs is sexual fulfillment, recreational companionship, an attractive spouse, domestic support, and admiration. So if you pick up that book, I think you'll find it to be a blessing in your marriage. 
but also want to just simplify things as we close out today in these last few minutes is the power of prayer. When we humble ourselves and ask for God's help, he does his greatest work. And and have you asked God to bless your marriage by his grace, to bless your family by his grace? He'll be faithful to answer that prayer, that he would help you to be able to understand your spouse, understand how they, they tick. He, he knows your spouse in, in the greatest way. He knows you in the greatest way. Maybe you're at a place where you're feeling like, Eric, you know, this is great, but it's too late and I'm ready to throw in uh, the towel. God is the God of resurrection and no marriage is at the place that's beyond God bringing about a restorative work. One of my favorite things of pastoring is seeing God restore marriages. So maybe this afternoon you're thinking about leaving your spouse. You've been married for some time and you're like, I can't take it anymore. Turn to the Lord, ask for his help, ask for wisdom. You know, go to your local church. If you, if you don't have a church, come to Rocky Mountain Calvary. There's many churches throughout the city that would love to provide help with, with your marriage, but to turn to the Lord and ask that God would redeem what is broken in your marriage to be able to extend uh, forgiveness. As we ended last week, I also want to end the same way uh, today is to just pray over marriages, especially in this area of investments, that we would, by God's grace, through the power of the Holy Spirit, be able to make deposits into the life of our spouse. So, Father, I I come before you, and right now in this show, we just want to humble ourselves. Lord, we're, we're not marriage experts. We don't have this figured out. We need you. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. I think of Zechariah 4, 6. It says, not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So God, would you fill us afresh with your Holy Spirit? Lord, for marriages that are going well, would, would you bless them? Would you show them ways right now, speak to them ways that they can make deposits in the life of their spouse? Lord, for marriages that are struggling, that are hurting, nothing's impossible for you. Would you soften hearts? Would you bring about restoration? Lord, for those that are desiring to be married and today they're, they're learning about marriage in today's show, Lord, would you encourage them? Would you bring about future marriages uh, for your glory? But God, would you protect our marriages? Would you, would you protect uh, Amber and I's marriage? I thank you so much for, for Amber. Lord, blessing me with her. It's a joy to do life with her. And as she wraps up her day today, would you give her endurance and strength and deeper knowledge of you? just your blessing upon her and upon uh, the kids. So God, we thank you for hearing our prayer. We thank you for being with us and we love you in Jesus' name, amen. Well, thanks for listening and being a part of these last two shows, these last two Mondays we've been looking at marriage. Last week we talked about marriage pitfalls. This week we're talking about marriage investments. Just remember these radio shows, they do turn into podcasts. And so if you go to Crosswalk Colorado Springs, anywhere you find your podcast, any platform might be Google Play or Apple Music or Spotify, you're going to find our podcast, Crosswalk Colorado Springs. Enjoy the podcast and share it. You know, if this uh, podcast was a blessing to you on marriage, share it. Put it out there on social media. Help us get uh, the word out. Remember, Crosswalk Colorado Springs is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday from 5 to 6 right here on 100.7. The word, we're focusing on Colorado Springs and Southern Colorado. 
asking for the Lord to just bless and move. If you don't have a home church, we'd like to welcome you to Rocky Mountain Calvary, Awesome Bluffs, and Academy, as well as out in Ellicott. Encourage you to find a good home church where they love the Lord, teaching the Bible. You've got a lot of great churches to choose from. Remember, the Lord loves you. He's with you. Thanks for listening, and have a great night in the Lord. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.